They've been in the skies for decades, hundreds of years, and led to some of the best movies ever. And then led to some people being called, you know, I don't know, nuts, crazy, delusional. Why? Because they saw them. They believed in them. And they believed that other people saw them too. You ready for this? We're talking UFOs, our unidentified auditory alien adventures. <laughs> On this episode, looking to the skies and then in the gutter. On this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. going to love this episode, UFOs. Yes, I have been a fan for decades. I got the magazines as a kid. I had the toys. Ah, but some episode background first, okay? I have to thank a very, very special, good, great friend of mine, David C., Thank you, my friend, for the suggestion and idea for this podcast. He's a fan of the show. God only knows why. Uh, but David shared this idea with me over a glass of wine. You know, okay, maybe two. Okay, maybe three. And is it okay to do a shameless plug here? We were out uh, having some wine at the wonderful Del Frisco Steakhouse in downtown Philadelphia. David, this show is all yours, my friend. And as we discussed, this is going to be amazing. I love it. And it, it's amazing because, you know, it's not politically driven. What of anything we talk about today is not politically driven? I mean, with UFOs, Obama, Clinton, Trump, hell, under Donald, we're spending $22 million a year to, well, who knows what? Nixon, Eisenhower, the huge amount of UFO settings when, when Truman was in office, all this is big stuff, and none of it's Republican, none of it's Democrat. There is zero political separation, some demo separation in the believers, but we're going to talk about those people in a little bit. Now, let's get right down to it from the start. U-F-O. Say it with me. U-F-O. What does it mean? Unidentified flying object. Not out of your fucking mind. It's unidentified, which means we have no freaking clue what it really, really is. Well, I mean, I know it's aliens, but that's really not the point right now. Even the Washington Post a couple of years ago, 2019, I think, did a piece about how UFOs mean we really don't know what they are. And it doesn't automatically mean that it's aliens, even though I know it is. Just we see stuff. We don't know what it is. It's unidentified. It's flying through the air. It appears to be an object. It's a UFO. Even the Air Force's Project Blue Book, they, they, they did a really big deep dive back in, I think it was like 1952 to 1969. It was an official look at UFOs. The biggest problem to me, well, Project Blue Book, <sighs> it was based in Ohio. Ohio? Look, we're talking desert. We're talking Area 51. We're talking Roswell. And these jackasses are writing reports about UFOs in Ohio. But they were being written on very cool IBM electric typewriters at the time with whiteout and all, so I guess they had to be great. You know, the first documented UFO sighting in America it actually goes back a ways. It's back in 1639 when Massachusetts Bay Colony co-founder and governor John Winthrop recorded, well, it was like secondhand news to him, but he talked about what his friends told him about some unidentified objects in the skies over Boston. Now, what the hell these guys were doing in rowboats in the middle of the night in the middle of the river? 
Who knows? But they said they saw lights all over the place and told Governor John all about it. So that was the first really recorded sighting in the U.S. of A. back in 1639, which really even wasn't the U.S. of A. at that point. But anyway, there really wasn't a lot of noise about this until the 50s. But we can go back a bit further. You ready? Okay. 1440 B.C., the scribes of the great pharaoh Tutmos III reported that he saw some fiery disks in the sky. And there's, you know, stuff written down over all the hundreds of years. But many sightings over the years, even back then, well, they were discounted as, you know, I don't know, meteors, uh, aircraft, weather balloons, regular balloons, planets, and some out-and-out hoaxes as well, too. Then there's Roswell, New Mexico, with the crash of the alien ship and the autopsies and the military cover-up. It's really so good. And in case you want to look it up, well, the U.S. government depository library did an audit. Yes, they did. And there is zero documentation about the 1947 incident at Roswell in Project Blue Book. And Project Blue Book is all about UFOs. Hmm. Makes you want to think about it, don't you? You can actually find the actual Project Blue Book report link in the show notes if you want to read the entire thing. As a matter of fact, there's also the report, uh, the, the official report. It's ISBN 016048023X like the X-Files. There have been over 12,000 reports of UFOs from 1949 to 1964. You know, and for me, this is the doubtful side. It's all about the time, you know, we got into the nuke race and we had jet planes and we're talking about space travel and the movies were getting crazier. Now, the other side of this argument is, well, the aliens came here because of our newfound nuclear powers. And they wanted to stop the humans from destroying the planet and killing ourselves. Now, look, this podcast is not, repeat, not going to be a litany of different sightings or debunkings or facts or all little stupid trivia about what's going on or even going through the fine print of government investigations such as Project Blue Book. Look, let's talk about us, the believers. Let's talk about us. The non-believers, the skeptics, the promoters. And I'll say this is one topic, like I said before, you know, we have political unity here in the USA. Forget Republican, Democrat spin, hate, noise, whatever it is. Here in America, we are aligned in UFOs, at least politically. Some polls are split. There's an Ipsos poll that shows that just under half of the country believes that UFOs exist and that aliens have visited the planet. Now, the other half think it can be explained away, and like, you know, you could be just batshit crazy. But so there is a split, but there is not a political split on this. There's also a Gallup poll that says the number is really only about a third of the country really believing in UFOs. But while that number is lower... Three out of four believe there is life out there in the great unknown. And I guess it kind of goes back to, do you believe in a UFO? Well, I kind of do believe in an unidentified flying object. I don't know what the hell it is. I guess we just have to figure it out. Now, despite all the sightings and all the new reports from the Navy and the military showing the new videos, I mean, God, you see it on the news literally every day now. There's something coming out, new news about UFOs. You've seen them making improbable moves, pulling up some serious Gs. Science has come to rescue us. Now, thanks to the, I guess, genius scientists, they know why we believe in UFOs. 
You sitting down? You ready to know why you believe in UFOs? Well, a professor of psychological and brain sciences at the University of Massachusetts says the evidence suggests that certain personality traits, well, it kind of makes people seem far more likely to believe in UFOs and everything that goes along with it. You want to know what that trait is? Well, my friend, if you believe, you are on a spectrum of people who have the tendency to believe in new things. Thank you, scientists, for that information. Wow, couldn't see that one coming. Crop circles? Yeah, there's a lot of news about those, and man, they were like, they were big when I was growing up. Yes, shut up. There was corn when I was growing up. I'm not that old. But the crop circles kind of have, I don't know, they've kind of come and gone, you know? Now, for the people who believe in UFOs, just under two-thirds of women, virtually all white, some Native Americans, and about a third of these people have college educations. They're smart people. But then the studies say that, well, you know, their studies are flawed. And again, the people who were abducted, probed, Oh, those really make for some great stories and further investigations. I love alien abduction stories. Hmm. So who says that they have actually been abducted by alien people? Well, there's a very interesting rabbit hole going on here. Most, almost all are English-speaking countries as to where this happens, and almost all include medical examinations, and virtually all... Hmm, how shall we say this? Well, it seems that most of the medical examinations by the aliens were on the reproductive systems of the human body. Hmm. And some abductions have also stressed the warnings as to how we are destroying the planet and how nuclear weapons are bad and we're going to kill each other. Now, also, most of these abductions started back in the 1950s. Psst, think the Cold War. But there is one situation back in 1896 where a couple was almost, almost abducted, close but no cigar, by three tall, slender humanoids. But that's a whole different story. Uh, And the one commonality of all the abduction stories, not once has anybody ever said in any situation that any of the aliens anywhere ever, never, ever, ever were Gloves. So you think about that. We're killing the planet. They're looking at our genitalia. And uh, you shouldn't have nuclear weapons. And all the abductions were back in the 1950s. Hmm. Could be some media situation there. Well, do you believe? Well, the challenge for me in terms of believing in UFOs, meaning from an alien perspective, one of the challenges is uh, the distance. Ah, you know, look, unless all of our little alien friends or big alien friends are all living on Europa on uh, outside of one of the gas giant planets at the far reaches of our solar system, I don't know, the distances just seem to be too far. I mean, come on, yes. You know, maybe we can fold space like they did in the movie Dune to get the spice. And how to move through space? Well, there is the folding of space, there is the Star Trek warp drive, Wormholes from the movies like Interstellar, and then there's the quantum entanglement. But there really is no real easy answer to how to get from here to there, or more technically there to here, fast over trillions of miles. Another problem, this is, this is actually one of my biggest issues that I have with the whole UFO thing. 
Why? Please tell me why all of the photos of every freaking UFO ever taken are blurry. They're blurry. Okay, back in the 50s and 60s, you know, you're using a Kodak brownie camera. I get it. But now, I mean, everything is out of focus. Don't you people have like a new iPhone? Even the military cameras. Everything you see today is out of focus. Look, they have cameras that can read license plates on cars from space. Radar that can tell you the type of plane that's flying from hundreds of miles away. Oh, but here's a photo of a new UFO. God, it's blurry. It's kind of grainy. Not really sure what's going on. Uh, I don't know. Well, I think it's a UFO. I mean, it's kind of blurry. It's something flying by. I could take a photo of an airplane with my phone. It's in focus. But this is a UFO. The photo's blurry, grainy, icky. Can't tell what it is. Hmm. Oh, I also guess this is where I should tell you about the promo photo for this podcast. Looks fairly realistic, doesn't it? Well, it is a realistic photo. It is a true UFO, a brand spanking new unidentified flying object. However, it is identified because in this case, I know what it is. I found a piece of a broken sandal just out on a walk. I tossed it high in the air, spun it as hard as I could, and took a photo with my iPhone 12 camera. And if you noticed, it's not really blurry. Well, it is kind of blurry, but it's not a really, it's not a blurry photo. So it's an identified flying object. I know what it is. And I'm promoting this podcast by using it. Speaking of things flying in the air, you know, the one area we haven't even really touched yet, and this is, this is some of the best stuff ever, are UFO movies. Some of the best movies ever. Like, the day the earth stood still. Freaked me out as a kid. No, 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 no. Not the Keanu Reeves version, which I actually didn't think was bad. The original version from back in 1951. Okay, boomers, remember the alien's name? Huh? Klaatu. Remember the robot's name? Gort. We're really going to show how old we are by saying this part. What did, what did Klaatu tell Helen to say to Gort in case he died? You remember? Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. Now, look at my face. Have I ever lied to you before? This is the best, best UFO movie ever, ever, ever made. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I know. There's Predator, Starship Troopers, E.T., The Thing in 1982. Uh, not to get technical, the original Thing was from 1951. I think a much better movie, but... It wasn't called The Thing. It was called The Thing from Another World. So The Thing is 82. The Thing from Another World is 1951. Plus a great movie, Arrival, and yes, Alien, and Prometheus, how the whole thing actually got started. So many great movies out there. And I'm not going to go down the road of Star Trek and Star Wars. All great flicks. The haters, please sit down. Uh, but when it comes to UFOs, well, you know, they're not really UFOs anymore. They're aliens. They're not unidentified flying objects. They're shit up there with aliens in them, and they're all coming here to kill us in these movies. So they're not really UFO movies, but I thought we'd have to talk about it anyway. I know I'm going to get so much hate from some people out there because I didn't mention the, the best movie ever. Well, look, you heard the ones that I think are pretty good. I'm more than happy to have you, whether it be on LinkedIn or Instagram or on the website itself, uh, the podcast notes, whatever, leave a note as to what you think is the best UFO movie ever or just put your hate away. Okay? Okay. So, to wrap this thing up, there are really three types of people when it comes to UFOs. 
You ready for this uh, diatribe? Here we go. One, the true believers. Yes, the people with tinfoil hats hiding in their basement, watching every episode of the X-Files over and over and over again, looking for the secret code. Keep watching the stars. They'll tell you what to do like they did in the 1950s UFO movies. Then, number two, there's the people that, you know, they just don't really care. It's probably the majority of people. I mean, when I see an alien walk into a Wawa or a 7-Eleven looking for a cup of coffee, then I kind of know they're real and we can chat, okay? And number three, yeah, the, 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 the other group, the real haters. It's all bullshit. The people are bullshit. The photos are bullshit. E.T. is bullshit. He should go home. Could be religion, could be, well, politics, well, who knows what it is. They just don't believe. As a side note, I think one of the weird things that would happen on this planet if we suddenly knew that we truly had life in outer space, and no, I'm not talking about some bacteria that Elon Musk is going to find on Mars, which he's probably going to do. I'm talking people who are, or things, or slimy things, that are crawling off of a spaceship the whole planet's going to come into one alignment because, you know what, then it's not about race, it's not about religion, it's not about anything like that. It's really going to be down to us versus them, which was also a very good movie. So whether it's from our solar system, somebody's great idea via a camera shot, or the great beyond galaxies away, UFOs are in our daily conversation every day, right now, which is why we're doing the podcast and as aliens say, it's okay, I don't believe in humans either. Or this little-known UFO fact, why do aliens hate Christmas so much? Why do aliens hate Christmas so much? Well, they don't like to give away their presents. Huh. Look, UFOs are no joking matter, or maybe they are, just like this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Curiosity. <laughs>